What's up, world? Welcome to the Positive Truth, uplifting and positive news to help you believe in yourself and the world around you. Tim, what are we trying to bring? Here at the Positive Truth, we're trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding to communities everywhere. JP, how are you, sir? Doing stupendous. Why are you looking at the mic like that, Tim? Safe distance. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Positive Truth. We have a lot of positive news stories today. Tim, what do you got? Man, I'm going to start off by talking about a special education teacher from California. This teacher did something amazing. These two parents from Manhattan Beach, um, Pete and Allison, they planned a car parade for their son, Luke, for his 10th birthday, which is the smartest thing to do. But Luke had a, a very cool surprise at the end of this parade. After all the cars passed by, Luke's favorite movie is Trolls World Tour, right? So a song started playing one more time from this movie. Luke looked, and there was a dancing unicorn in the street. Luke was in his yard. He was dancing as well, you know, just enjoying the time. Later on, he found out it was his elementary teacher from Meadows Elementary School, sorry. And uh, Miss Heather basically was trying to go above and beyond and be that teacher that she could be while keeping a safe distance. And I thought this was really awesome because, you know, obviously we talked about teachers on here so much, but they are so underrated no matter how much good they do in the world. Perfectly said, Tim. I have a combo day. I tried to make mine relate as much to yours as possible and then I failed miserably. So it turned into a combo day. That's a win-win. Exactly. So my first combo day is about accessibility and inclusion. That's the first little topic. In Huntington Beach, California, they have started using these Moby mats at the beach. What the Moby mats do is they create durable walkways across the sand that lead to the water, water's edge to allow people that you have their need wheelchairs to be able to go out to the beach and people with strollers. There's almost no pollution that comes with it. They can be rolled up really quickly back to the beach. I think it's awesome. Because I remember when I was at, in college, they had this course where they walk you around, they put you in a wheelchair, and they show how inaccessible it is. I think it's something you would never think of unless you were in a wheelchair. And I would have never thought, like, oh, you can't go to the beach. It's really hard if you're in a wheelchair. So this Moby Mat, hopefully, they in, ends up being everywhere in the world. Oh, it's going to be everywhere. That's a great idea. The fact that I bet, like, a kid came up with that idea on top of that, just to be real with you, that's just that's awesome, man. It's one of those ideas like, why didn't I think of that and become rich? That's just obvious. Like sticky notes and all. <laughs> exactly. My last inclusion one is a congratulations to Amy Brokishet. She is the first athlete with Down syndrome ever to compete for a national college title. She's a golfer. She is 22 years old. She's from Paradise Valley Community College. And she's competing at the JUCO Championships next week for the Women's Golf Championship. She's actually one of the favorites to win. Don't let anybody tell you you can't do anything. That's a great story right there, JP. Man, that's awesome. I can't wait to look up on a, for a follow-up for sure. Absolutely. What do you got, Tim? Man, I have a nice follow-up on my end with Tani Aduumi. <laughs> Hopefully I said that right. Nice. So we've talked about this kid. He was a seven-year-old living in a homeless shelter, and he now is a national chess master. So JP actually did this story. Um, his family fled from Nigeria in 2017 whenever their lives were threatened and they eventually settled in New York. They were staying in a homeless shelter. And while they were staying in this homeless shelter, Tani, he wanted to join and start playing this in this chess club. 
whenever the chess club coaches found out they were living in a shelter, they were like, hey, don't worry about paying the, the monthly fee, which was $330. Um, they waived it and they let him play. This kid was so good that he ended up winning the New York State Chess Championship, which we've talked about on here. We thought it was amazing. At how old? At eight years old ridiculous right exactly so his chess coach set, had set up a gofundme following the boys win right he ended up they ended up raising over two hundred fifty thousand dollars within 10 days and somebody uh donated enough money so the family could pay their rent for an entire year which is an amazing in itself but then it only gets better from there because this month that fifth grader he cruised through an in-person tournament in connecticut which he emerged his chess rating to 2,223, making him a national chess master. Now, the youngest grandmaster in the world was 12 years old when he did it. And Tani set a goal to become a grandmaster by the age of 12 years old. He wants to be the youngest person to ever do it. 11 or 12 is the goal. I have an awesome video I'm going to share to the Facebook page so you guys can follow up on this story because it's amazing in itself. And yeah, man, I think this kid is a true inspiration. I'm excited to talk about him here in a few months if he does become this grandmaster, which I believe he will be just shows you no matter your social income status you still have potential everyone still has potential to do awesome things do sabas couldn't say it better myself your bank account does not determine your potential facts before we get to our last half of the positive news stories we need to pause and do audio meditation it's where me and tim talk about one thing we're grateful for each because in the stresses of life you often overlook all the great things going on in our own lives we encourage everyone listening to think of one thing you're grateful for as well Guaranteed to make your day so much more positive. Tim, what are you grateful for today? I am grateful for audio meditation, and I will tell you why. Real fast story, I was having a terrible day yesterday. If it wasn't one thing falling apart, it was another. But I was at a point where I couldn't find a, the work remote. <laughs> I couldn't, I think one of my employees called in. Uh, a meeting didn't happen when it was supposed to happen. I was just like standing around in a circle looking for this remote, and I stopped. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I need to meditate for a second. <laughs> Went to the back literally it wasn't even a minute of me being back there i came back a little bit calmer i found the remote i ended up fixing two other problems right then and there and i just kept thinking man thank goodness for this audio meditation we do because this was the only thing that i could do without screaming <laughs> and it worked your morning meeting or a late night meeting man it was a morning meeting yesterday my day was tough yesterday mm. i had three separate meetings though busy man mccoy it's tough I'm grateful for voting because I voted yesterday. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't even vote yesterday. Who am I? Oh. So, yeah. You got a little shout out to those local elections, state elections. It's just as important as the big boys. Absolutely. A pyramid is only as big as its base, and the base is the small stuff that leads up to the presidential stuff once every four years. Do sabes. So, yeah. Shout out to voting. I think it's my turn, Tim, right? Yes, sir. So, for my next segment... These are stories that I'm surprised Tim, Tim didn't have. <laughs> I like this one already. So the first one is the Youth Are Awesome with the Positive Truth podcast. One of Tim's favorite segments. It's about a man named Joshua Nelson. I'm surprised you didn't hear about this one, Tim. He was working hard, working hard, try, trying to get into college, saving up money. And he did get, us, he did get into college at Southeast Missouri State University. But he was, the thing was, he got a scholarship for it. The scholarship was valued at $43,000. It will cover tuition and board for four years, as long as he meets the annual renewing criteria. And the 18-year-old had saved $1,000 working for college. And so he was like, man, I just can't believe I got this scholarship. I want to give back. 
And so what he did is, is he took all of his college saving, his thousand some dollars, and he donated that to his community to a fund that was actually the Boys and Girls Club, which helps black engineers and everything, helps them go to college. He was like, I went and got tutored here. I should donate this money here so more people like me can get a scholarship and go to college. I think it's a really awesome story, and I'm really surprised you didn't have it. Yeah, I definitely did, and that's an amazing story. Boys and Girls Club definitely has a close place to my heart because I know my brothers went there, and it helped them become the adults that they are today. That being said, Boys and Girls Clubs helped a lot of people. So the fact that this kid knew that they helped him, helped him get to where he's at, he wanted to donate back, it's beautiful because children giving back is the best thing in the world to me. And here's the second one of the combo. It's a dog story. Oh, my goodness. So there was a cat named Flea. 10 out of 10 name, in my opinion, because the irony. I agree. So the cat had been missing for over a week. And a dog was getting walked with his owner and started barking. And the dog could hear the cat that was stuck in the well and no one else could. And this cat, the cat was, you know, moaning, screaming, whatever. But it was at such a high pitch, only the dog could hear it. So the dog wouldn't leave. The dog was barking. They looked down there and they could see the cat like 20 feet deep, deep in the well. So they called the fire department. The cat got rescued because of the dog. That's an awesome dog story. Here, that's like a hero dog that saved a cat. Just doesn't happen. It's, it's 2020. What year is this? 2021? I almost said 2022, bro. <laughs> it's 2021, man. Anything can happen. So, yeah. What do you got, Tim? <laughs> man, my last one is about a minor league team, the Iowa Cubs. Um, baseball returned to Des Moines this last week, right? And everybody was happy but not as happy as the employees because during the 2020 season last June, due to the pandemic, most minor league baseball owners, they furloughed or laid off all of their full-time staff members. They were trying to save as much money as possible. But Gartner, who's the majority owner of the Iowa Cubs, he stayed loyal to his staff. He basically said, we kept everybody on, on full pay and benefits the whole entire time. We lost a total of $4 million, but honestly, they needed the money more than I did. I wanted to talk about this story because a lot of people have this idea that all these sports owners, they're real, real greedy, but there are a lot out there that are giving back not only to their communities, their former athletes, but to complete strangers. So shout out to him for taking care of his employees. I'm sure he's done a lot of great things that we haven't even heard of. So yeah, good job, Mr. Gardner. What was the team name? Iowa Cubs. They're the minor league team to the Chicago Cubs. Hmm, makes sense. Do Savas. Shout out to him. So for my last combo, positive news story, it's going to be related to trees. The first one is that we can 3D print wood now, which is really cool. 3D printing wood allows the less wood, basically no more wood waste, and we don't need to chop down trees. That was exactly what I was going for. Like, wait, we don't have to chop down trees? All these trees we're planting right now, we found a way to 3D print some wood so we don't have to destroy our planet? Like, that's a huge positive news story. So speaking of that, how often have we talked about planting trees in the past two years? More than anybody else. <laughs> for real, more than anybody else. So we've been talking about it for so long. So my, my last positive news story is a follow-up. Since 2000, 5.9 gigatons of carbon dioxide has been soaked up by new trees that have been planted in the past 20, 21 years, right? Hmm. Keep going. I'm listening. So that's a lot of trees. You want to guess how many, like, the size of all these trees, the billions of trees have been planted? No. 
Somewhere in between the size of France and the size of the Netherlands. That's how many trees have been planted since the past 20 years on our planet. That's impressive. Impressive. That's humongously that, impressive. I mean, that's like, I mean, the way I see it, there's so many people all over the world and we're going through this crisis together, right? But people are doing what they need to do in their own areas. And if you put it all together, it's about that size. That's amazing. So the Atlantic forest in Brazil has had roughly the size of the Netherlands regrown since 2000. Mongolia has had 1.2 million hectares of forest regenerate in the past 20 years. Places in Africa and Canada have had like size of France, like trees coming back. So it's working. Keep planting the trees. And we're going to keep doing it. I'm about to plant a tree with the nieces and nephews next month. I'm pretty excited. What kind of tree? Not sure, man. Honestly, just something that'll survive. <laughs> That's all I care about. Oklahoma. <laughs> I got a peach tree. That's all I wanted. Can you survive the wind and the heat? Don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think we're out of positive news stories. Tim, do you have a quote before we get out of here? Absolutely. It doesn't get easier. You just get stronger. Quotes by Tim. If you want to support the podcast, make sure to like, share, subscribe, rate, and review. Five-star review helps us out so much. Helps us spread our message of positivity out to the world. We also have a Patreon where if you subscribe, you get a bonus positive news episode every single week. And we take all of our Patreon money and our sponsorship money and we donate every single month when we do our favorite positive news stories of that month. And whoever the Patreon tells us to donate to, that's exactly where we donate to. We're out. Stay positive.